Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, you might remember that our own Megan Thornton was talking to listener Elizabeth on the Limerick Today show last week about her experiences of sexual harassment over the years. And we've decided to delve into the topic of women's safety a bit more and chat to some more Limerick women about their experiences. The recurring problem with all of these instances of harassment or abuse is that it's constantly someone being in a position of power over the other person where they feel like they can't react. In 2019, the Central Statistics Office found that 81% of victims of sexual offences in Ireland were female. In 2021, a report by the Rape Crisis Network Ireland showed four out of five teenagers that they interviewed had experienced sexual harassment in the past year. Two years ago, a survey said that Ireland has the highest level of claimed sexual harassment in Europe and is among the worst in the world. And more than half of women said that they would not use public transport after dark due to safety concerns, with a third saying feelings of insecurity has prevented them from travelling at all. Nearly every woman has their own experience of harassment, and I've been speaking to some Limerick women about theirs. I feel like an area where there is a lot of harassment of women is when you're working as like a waitress or a barista in some kind of service industry. Um, So I've gotten a number of slightly creepy comments from um, customers over the years, but one that particularly stands out to me was when I was working as a waitress during a breakfast shift and like I remember I went over and I served the toast to these two older men who were sitting on their own and they kind of I can't remember what the first couple things they said were but they're just making like slightly weird comments about my appearance and kind of laughing amongst themselves and then as I was going your man said to me all pleasing stuff oh I'd love to follow you into the kitchen now and like all you can do in those situations is kind of awkwardly laugh because you know if you say anything you'll get in trouble with a supervisor or something like nine times out of 10. So you just kind of have to put up with it. It's absolutely disgraceful because they would never say that to a man working in those situations. There's been more than one occasion really where I felt kind of uncomfortable and harassed um, on public transport. But one thing that kind of stands out to me in particular is um, when I was kind of sat on the inside by the window and um, this man sat next to me. And uh, he kept putting his hand on my leg and I kept kind of pushing him off and being like, oh, you know, like, stop, please. And then he started saying like some really inappropriate things and it was just super uncomfortable. So it got so bad that I actually just ended up and I was like, I ended up standing up and being like, you know, excuse me, can I just get out of this bit, please? And he like stuck his legs out and was like, climb over me. And it was all just super inappropriate and super uncomfortable. Um, but I managed to kind of shove past him in the end. And I just sat up at the front. Like my stop was only about two steps away at this point. But that is just like, you know, stuff like that has happened on like more than one occasion. It's just horrendous, really, to be honest with you. The few that do spring to mind, the first one includes a night out during my first year of college here in Limerick. And I was in a nightclub with a friend. And as we were making our way up to the bar to get a drink, two young men around the same age as us approached us asking if we would shift their friend. And we both said no. And we kind of thought it was a bit of a laugh and a joke and we didn't take it too seriously. But we weren't interested. So we said no. They then asked us a second time. And it was very much a case of, oh, go on, go on. Like, why not go on? Kind of jokey sort of banter. And we said no a second time. And after we said no the second time, that's when they 
began to get very annoyed and they asked us a third time and this time they weren't as friendly as the first time and the the, the so-called banter had kind of gone at this stage and we were very much like no we're not interested we want to go up to the bar and get a drink please move out of our way they blocked us from going to the bar so we couldn't actually get past them and then um they forced themselves on us so one of one of the guys went to me and the other to my friend and um the whole thing only lasted about a minute but it was the sense of entitlement that we somehow owed them something is what really bothered me and the blatant disregard to our very clear and very firm no. You know, they forced themselves upon us and then they kind of stopped and they left as if nothing had ever happened. Another time I was walking into college, this was a couple of years later, it was about half five or six in the evening time, it was September, it was a lovely bright evening and I was walking to college and a man was walking towards me and I thought nothing of it but as we were passing each other he stopped and out of nowhere he just grabbed my wrists and started shaking me and he was trying to drag me to the side of the footpath so there was a ditch by the side of the footpath and he kept trying to tell me something I couldn't make out what it was and I froze I didn't really know what to do and only for another woman was passing and stopped to kind of see if I was okay I don't know what would have happened but this was in broad daylight people were out walking coming home from work there was traffic on the road things were pretty busy and he went away after that but I practically I remember just running to college essentially after that just to get inside somewhere um, and not to see him again. I was in Coslo's one night and this guy wouldn't leave me and my friends alone so I walked up to him and I was like hey sorry could you just leave us alone like it's a girls night we really don't want to be bothered like we just want to go dance so then again I was just like please leave us alone he wouldn't leave us alone he was like grabbing onto the two other girls I was with and when I got kind of stern he threw his drink at me and then like Probably one of the worst ones was just being followed. We had this guy when I was in Kilkenny, I was about 20. We were at like a university club event and I was just outside of a pub and I asked someone for a cigarette and they were like, oh yeah, here, gave me a cigarette, fine. And I was like, thank you, lit it. And then started walking and then he was walking behind me and I kind of looked over his shoulder and I kind of was like, gave him a bit of a look. And he said smiling, then like trying to come follow me. And I was just like, oh God. And I just kept walking, like speeding up, but like just kept following me. Fair enough if you're going the same place, but like this lad clearly wasn't. He had a pint in his hand. He was doing other stuff. And then I just had to run. I was over in England and we were hanging out with a group of friends that we had just met from university. And we were out at the pub and there was one guy there that we all thought wasn't interested in women at all. So we were all fairly comfortable with him. And he ended up kind of cornering me, like pushed me into the bathroom and wouldn't let me out. And I'm, I'm not laughing, I'm just recounting it. I'm just thinking how mad it was, but um, I wouldn't let me out and then tried to bargain with me to, for me to be let out. And of course, there's this kind of personality you take on where you don't want to, you don't want to anger them, I suppose. You don't want to make them upset or make them feel embarrassed. So you almost have to like make sure that you're not going along with what they're saying. Like you're not doing what they're saying, you're not going along with what they're saying, but you're making sure that you're, you're keeping it, ah, ha, ha, I know it's grand, I know you're fine, no stress, you know, like, I know, I'll just let me out here now and make a joke of it, make light of it, make sure they don't feel embarrassed because they can turn around and snap and get quite bad with you. So managed to get myself out of the situation, ran to tell the girls because it was 
been quite like physically aggressive in a way where I was kind of pushing to get out and wasn't being let out. Um, went, jumped into the taxi with the girls and we were about to take off and I was in the front seat and he jumped in and I didn't know what to do because it was him and the two girls in the back seat and he started texting on his phone and showing us messages saying the most crazy things that was going to happen that he was going to do when the car stopped and we eventually got out with him and what he was going to do and all this kind of crazy things and I was kind of panicking because I didn't know how to we were on our way home I didn't want him to know where he lived I didn't want him to get to where we lived I didn't know what we were going to do with him when he was there because we didn't know what he was going to do and eventually one of the girls piped up and just told the taxi man she was like no let him out kick him out please and he did and your man got very aggressive and angered the taxi man and then eventually he got let out and we got to go home but like you know I suppose if someone I was panicking I didn't know what to do in that situation which I thought I'd have great common sense but I just didn't know what to do. And I didn't know, you know, it's the whole thing of making sure that you don't get them angry because they don't, you don't want them to snap. Um, I suppose just the fact that we have to kind of make ourselves smaller so that they don't feel small themselves. What are your thoughts on those stories? Uh, first of all, uh, WhatsApp or text us 086-123-9595. Uh, variety of Limerick women chatting to Megan there. If you've experienced sexual harassment, assault or gender-based violence, you can contact Women's Aid 24-hour national free phone helpline on one 800 341900 that's 1-800-341-900 or the Rape Crisis Centre on their national 24-hour helpline at 1-800-77-8888 that's also 1-800 number 77-8888 Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95